the Ambitious Radio Network. Conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders. Are you an entrepreneur, startup junkie, or just someone interested in improving their leadership skills? If you're looking to be motivated, inspired, and uncover what it takes to get to the next level, listening to Ambitious Radio will be well worth the investment of your time. We have weekly engaging conversations with today's most influential thought leaders and entrepreneurs as they discuss their successes, failures, tipping points, and other priceless information that you can apply immediately after listening. And welcome to the show. Good to have you right here. It is Ambitious Radio, hosted by our friend Doug Parker, talking about entrepreneurship and leadership while interviewing interesting people and what makes them ambitious. Now, you know, the show wouldn't be possible without our sponsors, Grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. You know, most of the time, small business owners need to personally guarantee any loans that their companies take out. That can be kind of tough to do if you have credit issues. So if you have less than perfect credit, go to RepairMyCreditNow.com for a free credit report evaluation. RepairMyCreditNow.com. Doug, what do we have going on today? All right. Today we're going to be visiting with Gino Wickman. He's a founder of EOS Worldwide, a leadership team development company based in Michigan aimed at small businesses and the entrepreneurial community. He's authored multiple books, including Traction, Get a Grip on Your Business. Gino started his entrepreneurial journey at 21 years old when he took over the family business, turned it around in three years, and continued to run it for the next seven years. So uh, welcome to the show, Gino. Tell us a little about yourself. What did I miss in the intro? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, where would you like me to start when you say, tell you about myself? Well, just just a little bit about yourself. We talked a little bit about you professionally, but you said you took over a family business, and that's always an interesting dynamic. I know I work with, with my family, and, and that always can be interesting. What was what was that like, and, and were you involved in the business kind of before you took it over, or was it just kind of at 21? Sounds like you were really kind of just, just uh, dropped off in your lap a little bit there. Yeah, that's great. I never know how far back you want me to go. So uh, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, and that led me up to taking over the family business at 25, an incredibly successful business. Uh, just unfortunately, it was not being run well. So great product, great service. And uh, I was able to get my arms around it. It unfortunately was in some deep, ugly debt. So uh, financial disciplines were not in place either. And with a couple great mentors uh, and just a fanatic about learning, uh, got my arms around it and was able to turn it around as I shared. So I'm just a fanatic about learning. I'm a, a very passionate guy when it comes to business, business ownership and entrepreneurs, and uh, just applied all of that to turning it around and running it. And then we successfully sold it after about eight years. Okay. All right. Now you say you're a fanatic about learning. So I always like to hear, um, you know, kind of what folks are world class at. And it sounds like that you just uh, uh, really dive deep. So, so uh, when you say that, what, what do you mean by a fanatic of learning? How, how um, what, what makes you tick there? And then how do you actually continue to learn? Is it reading? Is it, is it, well, you know, there's so many different ways to, to get stuff in your brain nowadays. What, what are you doing there? Uh, it is, it's all of the above. So, you know, when I talk about that, it starts with a passion and that passion, as I said, is in the area of entrepreneurship and business owners and, uh, and basically achievement and succeeding. And so I am basically attracted to anything in print, anything in audio, any people. And so it's a lot of reading, it's a lot of listen, listening, and it's a lot of conversations. And so I love to find people that 
are where I'd like to be and spend time with them and learn from them. And so I've just had some amazing mentors in my life. And so I just love, in addition to all that, listening to people. And so I guess I'm also a great listener, but just a sponge of knowledge and information and what's going on out there in the realm of that passion. So uh, I don't know how to build a bridge, but I certainly know how to help an entrepreneur. Sure, sure. Well, and I, and I see, you know, speaking of entrepreneurs, I see that you are one of the uh, founding members of the Detroit chapter of Entrepreneurs Organization. And, and interestingly enough, back on episode 24, we uh, interviewed Vern Harnish. And uh, what a great organization that is. But how, how did you initially become involved uh, with that and, and decided to help found the, the uh, chapter there in Detroit? Well, there were two founding members, John Anderson and Marty Petz. And what they did is they rounded up uh, eight other gentlemen, one of which was me, and they pulled us together and that's what kicked off the chapter. Gotcha, gotcha. And then are you still involved in that or have you kind of uh, transitioned on to other things at this point? Yeah, no longer involved. I was involved in that for about eight years. I'm certainly still kind of an honorary member and many of mm -hmm. my clients are EO members. So I have a deep connection to EO. I'll go back and speak to the chapter from time to time and other chapters. So still very connected to it, but no longer a member. Okay, very good. And um, when, it, when it comes to your success, a uh, very, very successful uh, individual, but what would you say is one of the personal habits that's really most contributed to that success? Uh, you know, this one seems so simple, and, and there isn't any one thing, certainly, as you know. And aside from what drives me, uh, one very simple discipline I teach to as many people that will listen is, um, you know, in addition to having very clear goals, uh, every night before I go to bed, I plan the next day. So I literally lay out my entire next day and everything I need to get done so that when I go to bed, uh, I sleep soundly. My subconscious is already working on the next day. And I wake up ready to hit the ground running as opposed to what a lot of people do. They just get out of bed, get up, and go where the day takes them. Uh, that has served me well for the last 25 years. And when you lay that out, are you, are you like a calendar guy? Do you have it in, in, in a phone? Or is it just mentally laying it out you know, before you go to bed? So it's always in a calendar from a standpoint of, uh, you know, my calendar is full and, and well planned out in the future. Frankly, it is on a legal pad. And so I sit there at night with legal pad in hand, transfer everything from the next day's calendar in kind of chronological order on a legal pad. And I'll be interesting doing next 25 years. So technology is great, but, uh, there's also some things that stand the test of time. There's something about writing that is, uh, on a primal level, very, very powerful, and countless studies have proven that when we write, we retain better. Uh, I could go on and on, but uh, I use a legal pad. You know, for years I did that as well. I like the the Franklin Covey planners, and I used to like that. I could go back through and look at you know the the uh, days past or years past, and and it, for whatever reason, at some point in the last 10 years, I switched over to the digital uh, side of things. And, and there's some things about the digital that I love because it, you know, it'll alert you or remind you of something where the calendar, you know, the legal pad is like, you just got to look at it to make sure what time it is. Um, <laughs> but I agree with you. There's something about writing it down for me that, that helps when I take written notes, handwritten notes, and I go back and read them. 
it makes a, a huge, uh, huge impact on me as well. Um, so, you, you know, over the years, you know, you mentioned you had taken over the business and, and it was not in good financial uh, uh, shape. And so at 25 years old, you kind of had the wherewithal to go through that. But were there any kind of landmines that you uh, that just kind of hit you out of the blue when you when you took it over other than the finances? Or was that really the biggest uh, the biggest thing that, that you had to deal with? Well, I would say there were many landmines. Uh, as I mentioned, it was a very successful company. So my father had created a training program in the real estate industry that absolutely revolutionized how residential real estate agents are trained. And so the program stood the test of time. So the beauty was I had a great product and service. Uh, again, the company was just poorly managed. And what happened is they had found themselves getting distracted by a lot of shiny stuff. And, you know, all total, they were in about six different businesses. And so when I got involved, certainly there was the debt landmines, as you mentioned, uh, but also all of the tentacles um, and the kind of incestuous nature of those six different entities and having to spin most of them off. And um, so, you know, and, 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 and some bad people that needed to go and uh, plenty of landmines, if I pondered for five minutes, I could probably list about five or 10 for you, but those are some examples. Sure. Well, and, and you know, I like the, the, the part you mentioned about the shiny objects and maybe you could elaborate a little bit on that. I, uh, you know, you, you hear that term serial entrepreneur and I, you know, I, I claim to be one I've, I've got, and it's funny, I've got six businesses right now that at some level they are all uh, operating but it is extraordinarily difficult to focus on, you know, the different things at different times. I've got to schedule like a maniac and I'm, I'm working about 80, 90 hours a week right now to juggle it all. But can you can you elaborate on that a little bit and then how you kind of uh, just kind of broke it down and got the tentacles uninvolved and, and um, how you felt like just running? Was it did you ultimately get it down just to the one business or were there still a couple of them? Yeah, there's still there were still uh, at the conclusion there were really two. I would say uh, could argue there were three, but uh, two or three from six. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, so to answer well, your question, you know, I am in the business of preventing entrepreneurs from getting distracted by shiny stuff, and <laughs> and history has shown uh, the companies that focus out produce the ones that are distracted. And so, you know, you could give me 10 examples of how uh, distracted companies were successful, but the rule is a typical entrepreneur goes along, is extremely successful in a business that they're in, and they gain a level of confidence that they think if they can succeed here, they can succeed anywhere. And there's lots of shiny stuff. And the more successful you are, the more stuff that shines. And when you're feeling that confident, you find yourself in another business and then another business and another business. So that's basically what happened to the family business. And that's what I see happening often. And so sometimes I'll engage a client that you know, we need to spin some things off because they're just far too distracted. And there's, you know, 10 times growth opportunities just in their core. And it's all about getting them back to their core, getting them focused and, uh, that's just kind of one of my genetic encodings is helping them focus, and that's what I did for my dad and the family business. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes that makes perfect sense. Well, what we'll get into in the next segment is a little bit more uh, on your book traction and how that you've implemented uh, EOS, and we'll we'll determine you know what what exactly that means uh, right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Right after a brief word from our sponsors. 
Here's another RepairMyCreditNow.com story. It's a day this family had dreamed of for quite some time. They were finally getting that brand new SUV. The salesperson at the auto dealership gave them the keys and told them to take it for the weekend. He'd prepared the documents and called them Monday morning. The kids had already installed the headrest DVD when the phone rang. Seems there was a problem with their credit they were unaware of. They'd have to return the SUV to the dealership immediately. Embarrassing to say the least. www.repairmycreditnow.com Hello, this is Doug Parker with repairmycreditnow.com. Do you have less than perfect credit, a repo, maybe some late payments, a collection account? Are they being reported accurately? Studies show that over 70% of Americans have inaccuracies on their credit reports. Where do you fit in? Go to repairmycreditnow.com for your free credit report evaluation. And remember, your credit is your future. If you want to get started now, log on now. RepairMyCreditNow.com RepairMyCreditNow.com www.RepairMyCreditNow.com As we get back into the show, let's give a shout out to our great sponsors, all3reports.com. That's all, the number three reports with an S.com. You know, many people check their credit every three to five years when they're financing a home or maybe when they're purchasing a new vehicle. But if there is an issue, it could be too late to do anything about it. So go to all3reports.com to find out more. Speaking of a new vehicle, a wise person once said, lease what depreciates, buy what appreciates. So go to Autoflex Leasing. They offer a better way to lease your next car. America's largest independent leasing company is Autoflex Leasing. Doug? All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network, and we've got Gina Wigman, author of Traction, and that is a fantastic book. I have read through it, and um, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur, so I need to go back in and, and get reinforced or probably get one of the coaches uh, that or the implementers, I believe it is, um, that they have to help keep me in line. But uh, Gina, welcome back to the show. Uh, love to hear a little bit more about traction and EOS and what that means uh, for our listeners and, and, and how that they can uh, stay focused by, by using your system. You bet. Great. Well, as, as we go into the specifics, um, I just want to quickly touch on, you know, how it all developed. And, you know, as we talked about in the first segment, uh, you know, I have a deep passion uh, for entrepreneurs and business owners. And so the the, the overriding purpose for me is helping people get what they want from their businesses. And, you know, not every entrepreneur wants growth. It's truly a fallacy. In other words, if you really go into their psyche, they certainly want success, but success doesn't always mean growth, but also growth isn't always top line growth. Sometimes they want bottom line growth, but nonetheless, every entrepreneur wants something. And my obsession is helping them get that. And the truth of the matter is most are frustrated. And, and, and my obsession is also helping to reduce that frustration and give them a better balance of life. And so they tend to be frustrated about feeling out of control of their business. They're frustrated about their people, frustrated about lack of profit, hitting the ceiling, nothing's working. And so when you see that pain in the world, and I saw it clearly when I became a member of EO, and I was sitting on my forum table with my fellow entrepreneurs and the other people in the organization. And excuse the double negative, but I can't not do something of when I see that pain. And so, you know, I've been on a 20 year plus mission to solve that pain. And so God gifted me with OCD and ADD, which are two great weapons when you want to create something for entrepreneurs. And so I obsessed and tested and honed and tried over about a five-year period 
and hundreds and hundreds of sessions with leadership teams, uh, an operating system that helps an entrepreneur run a better business and orchestrate all of the human energy in that business. And I jokingly like to describe it as as entrepreneurial Prozac because you know it takes that wild and crazy entrepreneurial visionary and really helps them kind of rein everything in and and run a better business. You know, one thing that that I, I always um, you know I find so interesting, and, and I think this is great because you've brought up a few things that you're actually doing. So you know, we've had you know many authors on the on the program, and and I've I've read a lot of books, and you talk uh, uh, to a lot of different guys, and some of them. Um, of course, all the ones that have been on our show are fantastic, but sometimes you'll read a book and, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, those that can't do teach, if you will. And, yeah. and so, you know, it's where they write a book about all the things you should do. And then the reality is, is man, some of that stuff, it's a little more, uh, difficult to, to actually do it than it is to, to just read about it. But I, I love what you're doing is that you're actually working with entrepreneurs out there in the, uh, in the trenches and, and in the book, it's kind of funny. Um, I was going through it the other day, and, and a mutual friend, uh, friend of ours, uh, Rob Dubay, um, is is actually featured here. And I had no idea that that he was in the book. Uh, he doesn't go around, you know, saying that necessarily. But you put real live examples of of folks and and how they've implemented these things in their business. And it's it's not just a theory of hey, here's what I theoretically you sh- or I think you should do. These are real studies of of how it works in the real world. So uh, let's jump in real quick a little bit into into EOS and what that stands for and and how it actually works. You bet. So to to just zoom out a little bit on that point and then get into the specifics, um, you know, with that whole real world point. In other words, I didn't feel confident that I had something until five years of testing. And again, I'll, I'll use the word obsession a lot because I obsess a lot. And, and the idea was to hone and refine and get down to the absolute bare essentials, a set of tools and a system that would create the best results in the least amount of time. And so it truly is a simple system. And but it's incredibly powerful. And when I talk about system, it's an operating system. And so when we say operating system, that's basically how a company plans, prioritizes, meets, solves issues, communicates, manages, measures, systemize. And and so every company does that a certain way. And the truth of the matter, if everybody is doing those things their own way, it's absolute chaos. What EOS does is it helps them plan, prioritize, meet, solve issues, communicate, manage, measure, and systemize in a coherent system where everyone does it the same way so that all of that human energy is going in one direction and everyone is speaking the same language. And so the way that it works is we work with entrepreneurial leadership teams of 10 to 250 person companies. And in its simplest form, We call it vision traction health. We help that leadership team get 100% on the same page with the vision for the organization using some very simple, powerful tools so that they're rowing in the same direction. Traction from a standpoint of helping them become more disciplined and accountable and execute better as a team and achieve that vision. And then healthy from a standpoint of helping them become a more healthy, functional, cohesive leadership team. Because truth be told, most of them are dysfunctional. And then from there, as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the company. And they get to a point where the entire organization is crystal clear on the vision, gaining much better traction and much more healthy. And so it's still kind of high level, but that's that's the gist of 
of what we do. Okay, and then and then we had mentioned that there were six key components of every business. Um, can you touch on those real quick? Yeah, you bet. And so now as we start to get into more specifics, when we talk about an operating system, we take a holistic approach to the organization. And one of my discoveries is that every business is comprised of six key components. Vision, people, data, issues, process, and traction. Every business is comprised of those six key components. And to the degree they are strong, then that company is well run. And so what we do is help them strengthen those six key components by just using a handful of tools that take them to the root of all of their issues. Because the reality is entrepreneurs are tending to wrestle with 136 things simultaneously. Well, once they have this awareness and this snapshot, and we have something called the EOS model, which illustrates those six key components, once they look at their business through the lens of the six key components and then strengthen those six key components, the 136 things have a way of just falling into place because they were all symptoms. The root of their issues are in those six key components. And the other reality is, there are a thousand books written on how to strengthen each one of those six key components. And what I've done, again, through my obsession, is honed, refined, tested, learned, studied what works in the fastest amount of time and creates the most impact. And so it's just a handful of time-tested, timeless, practical real-world tools that have been around since the beginning of time and will be around for the foreseeable future, at least the next thousand years. Sure. Well, that is great information. And guys, if you're listening to this show and you're driving down the road or you don't have a pen and paper handy, as always, the show notes on ambitiousradio.com. Uh, just pull up Gino Wickman, G-I-N-O, W-I-C-K-M-A-N, and he will uh, will put notes to the EOS model and, and links back uh, to everything that's mentioned here on the show. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe by texting AMBITIOUS to 69922. Standard messaging rates will apply. See the website for full details. Next, we're going to be talking more to Gino about the ambitious things that he has planned next right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Were you recently notified by a major retailer that there was a data breach and that your personal information had been compromised? When was the last time that you viewed all of your credit reports? Was it when you refinanced your home or maybe when you purchased a new car a couple of years ago? If so, go to roadtoblack.com. Come to make sure that you have not been a victim of identity theft. You might have also recently heard that more than 21 million government employees and contractors' personal data was breached, including their social security numbers. Roadtoblack.com offers credit monitoring with alerts, score tracking, and a score simulator. Could you be at risk? Only if you have a social security number. Roadtoblack.com offers a one-stop solution with the credit information you need to stay informed. You can review your past credit history, check your current credit scores, and even use a credit simulator tool to get insight into what your credit could look like tomorrow. Just go to roadtoblack.com to see what's on your credit today. That's road, the number two, black.com, roadtoblack.com. Back in here on the show, it's Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, are you thinking of expanding your business but don't want to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a new phone system? Consider grasshopper.com. You get to keep your existing number, you have multiple extensions, voicemails transcribed, and no new hardware. 
Grasshopper.com is the entrepreneur's phone system. Let's get back to the show with Doug Parker. All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network talking to Gino Wigman today. We're so excited uh, to to really get to, to visit with people that have uh, a bend towards leadership, towards entrepreneurialism, that can really give us sound advice to, to go back and apply in our endeavors uh, as soon as we get done listening. So uh, let's let's kind of pull back the covers and maybe talk a little bit about what uh, Gino's working on next. I know you're a prolific writer uh, you, I've got actually multiple books right here on my desk with some of your implementers that you've written. But um, what are you working on next, and, and how do you make that determination on what's next? Great. So I'm going to back up to go forward. And so, you know, with what we've talked about with EOS, uh, the first five years was, was me testing, honing, refining, and creating something that I believe would help an entrepreneur. From there, it was then perpetuating and leveraging it. Uh, to the world, if you will. And we sit here today with over 120 EOS implementers that are working with companies, helping them implement EOS all over the world. And in addition to that, we have about 30,000 companies using the EOS tools to help them run a better business. And so as we go to the future now, and if you picture that entrepreneurial 10 to 250 person company and the power of what EOS does for them, what that has spawned is I currently have three books. Traction is kind of the foundation. There's Get a Grip, which is a fable about EOS being implemented in a company. And then there's Rocket Fuel, which is a focus on the visionary integrator duo at the helm of every great company. Um, with that said, going forward, we're going to really now start to focus on, in addition to growing EOS, which, you know, the opportunity is absolutely limitless there. Um, we're going to focus on really helping that visionary integrator duo at the helm of an organization really create a dynamic duo. We want to create some of the most powerful visionary integrator duos on the planet. And so really building a platform to help them learn how to crystallize, connect, and maximize their relationship. In addition to that, we're going to now start to go further into the EOS organization, if you will. Uh, and so I have a book coming out in September called How to Be a Great Boss. So if you think about rocket fuel for the visionary integrator at the top of the organization, uh, get a grip and traction for that leadership team to, to roll EOS out to the organization, How to Be a Great Boss is for all of the mid-managers and supervisors in an organization to help them become world-class leaders and managers of their people and ultimately create accountability in the organization. And so again, that comes out in September. And then what I just began writing uh, literally in the last few weeks is a book called What the Heck is EOS? And what that is, is that is a book for every employee in a company that's implementing EOS to help that employee be aware of what's coming, ready them for the message, but also motivate them to really get their leadership to, to roll the tools out. So they're actually going to help to pull those tools down in the organization because what it's ultimately going to do is create an incredibly engaged team for an organization and total buy-in, excitement, energy, and all of those wonderful things. So that's, that's, that's a handful of things that I'm working on right now. 
Sure. And, and it's, you know, obviously uh, all these things are kind of interconnected. And so that's kind of the beauty, obviously, of, of you also practicing, you know, what you're preaching. So uh, the three books that you mentioned, I've got all three of them here. And uh, Traction, you know, uh, as, as you mentioned, really seems to be a, a here is the the operational guide. Here's how you implement this this entrepreneurial operation um, uh, program and um, our system. And then get a grip. That would have been um, the fable. So it's it's a it's a story of you go through and here's some people that were struggling with their business and they implemented. Uh, they brought in an implementer and they they went through that process. And um, would you say that is the 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 people to read that? Would that be more? your mid-level top management people that are not the visionaries, the upper-level folks? Or who would that book be for? No, actually, that book, both Traction and Get a Grip, are for the leadership team. Certainly anyone in the organization can read it. But what it is is there's two types of readers out there. So there's some that love the how-to manual, which is what Traction is. And there's some that just love a fable because they're pulled into all of that drama. And, and so it's really interesting. We have people that absolutely love Get a Grip. And don't like traction as much in terms of the writing style. And then we have people that love traction and don't love get a grip so much due to the writing style. So it's all preference, but it's 100% for that leadership team to help them roll out EOS to their organization. So both are. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because one of our uh, one of our more analytical types. We we've gone through uh, both of the books, and um, one of our more analyticals like. I, I'm not liking this get a grip book because it's I just want to know what I'm supposed to do and go do it. I don't need all the fluff. But <laughs> I actually enjoyed, you know, hearing the story and and listening to it because I you know, I'm more of an auditory learner and I, I wanna uh you know hear the process and go through it and not just be all the details and like wah 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 wah. So uh and then rocket fuel is you said for the visionary uh slash uh implementer or not an implementer, but what was the other term for the uh Execution person? Integrator. Integrator, integrator. That's it, integrator. So all great books. I've got all of them right here on my desk, and I you know, highly, highly recommend those. Um, so you, you're, the things you're doing are pretty much all in line with, with uh, staying focused, uh, you know, using that EOS uh, process. And, again, I love, I love it when people you know, put their money where their mouth is and, and they do the things that they say to do. You know, it's not just, uh, not just talk. Uh, that's fantastic stuff. So let's let's talk a little bit about maybe um, things that that we talked about. What's next? But you know, who, who's mentoring you, or who are you following right now? So uh, my mentor is Dan Sullivan of the Strategic Coach. He's absolutely changed my life. Um, I've been working with him for 17 years, and uh, I still can't get enough. He is he's a genius at creating context for entrepreneurs. So uh, that's who's coaching me. Um, and then who I'm following is Peter Diamandis. I'm, I'm really fascinated with, you know, where the world is going and, and Peter Diamandis has his finger on the pulse, offers an amazing program called abundance 360 every year in Beverly Hills. It's a three day program. Uh, and so he's, he's really, really blowing the minds of a lot of people, keeping us all, you know, helping us have our finger on the pulse of where the world's going. So let's talk about that. Abundance 360. It's a program, but you say keeping your finger on the pulse. Is it is it more business orientated, or is it just uh, what's going on in the world? What what exactly it, is it? It is um, everything going on in the world that's cutting edge. I wish I could explain it eloquently, but it is 
what's going on in advancements with the human body, with virtual reality, with virtual reality, 3D printing, all forms of technology. It's it's everything and how it's all coming together. And he just has this incredible way of taking these incredibly overwhelming topics and just bringing it down to the ground and making it simple to understand and helping you just see how some of these things are going to converge and how it how it will affect my business, how it will affect my clients' businesses, and also seeing opportunities um, for where the world is going to, to capitalize on future opportunities for, for your business. Great. Well, I'll have to uh, research that a little bit. Sounds like a really uh, very interesting and educational uh, type of uh, an environment. So we'll check that out. And again, we'll put the link uh, on the uh, show notes page and, uh, you know, make sure that everyone else knows about it as well. So very ambitious times we've got here. We love, uh, you know, hearing all that you have to say. And after a brief word from our sponsors, we'll get right back with Gino and discuss what he does to recharge his ambitious body, mind and spirit right here on the Ambitious Radio Network. Hey, Ambitious listeners, you hear us interviewing entrepreneurs all the time, and there's a common theme. They want to be more productive and improve their communication. As an ambitious entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. The Ambitious Radio Network recently partnered with Grasshopper to offer our listeners a special discount. Log on to ambitiousradio.com and click on the Grasshopper banner in the bottom right-hand corner. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Sound professional with a main greeting and multiple extensions that forwards callers to your mobile phone or others in your organization. Get a toll-free number or local number for your business with multiple extensions. Set up each extension with custom call forwarding to any phone in the world. Get your voicemails emailed to you as an audio attachment or transcribed an email. Keep business calls separate from your personal calls. Plans start at $12 a month with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Remember to click on the Grasshopper banner at ambitiousradio.com for a special discount for our listeners. Join the over 150,000 small business owners that have stayed connected with Grasshopper. See how Grasshopper works? It's the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn the world into your office. And we're back in here on the show. It's Ambitious Radio Network, recharging the ambitious mind, body, and spirit, made possible by RepairMyCreditNow.com. You know, having bad credit can be really draining. It's okay to not be okay as long as you're on the road to being okay. Let RepairMyCreditNow.com help get you back on track. You know, many of our ambitious listeners prefer to listen to books as opposed to reading them. Now, with that, we've teamed up with Audible.com to offer you one free audiobook. Just go to ambitiousradio.com, click on the Audible banner on the page to find out more. Back to the show now with Doug Parker. All right, we're back on the Ambitious Radio Network talking to Gino Wickman, and we're going to talk about what he does to recharge his ambitious body, mind, and spirit, kind of talk about what his daily activities look like. Welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you. So so let's talk about maybe things that you do. What does an average day look like for you? Um, you know, you mentioned that, that you plan out your day the night before, but, but what, what time do you go to bed? What time do you get up? How much sleep do you get? Those kinds of things. Great. So I'll back up one step on that. I, I live in what Dan Sullivan calls the entrepreneurial time system. And so what it is is it's every day of my life is one of three days. It's a focus day, it's a free day, or it's a buffer day. And so... Uh, this is what Dan Sullivan teaches every entrepreneur in his strategic coach program. And so depending on which type of day it is, you know, I'm typically always getting six to seven hours of sleep. I try like heck to get eight. I, I'm a better person when I get eight, but it's just hard to do. And with that, um, when it's a focus day, what I am doing on a focus day 
is I am typically creating content or I am doing a session or a talk of some sort uh, or meeting with clients. And so that's where I'm kind of doing the work, for lack of a better uh, term, just kind of living in my God-given skill set, if you will. A buffer day is a day where, you know, in terms of keeping myself rejuvenated and clear and well-prepared for great focus days and free days is about once a week I take a buffer day. A buffer day is a full day for me to clean up messes, get organized, prepare for the next day's meetings, sessions, etc. But on a buffer day, I have cleared the decks, I am clear-headed, and I'm ready to take on the next day. And one example is for a free day. So for instance, if I'm going on a two-week vacation, or regardless of how long the vacation is, I always advise to buffer your vacations. And so you should always take a buffer day going into a vacation and a buffer day coming out of a vacation. Because what most people do is they don't, and they go from 150 miles an hour to zero, and then they go from zero to 150 miles an hour when they come back and they don't have those transition days. Well, a buffer day is so powerful and just getting you in the right place mentally and energetically for whichever day is gonna come next. So I do about a buffer day a week um, the other thing that I do, and then, and then free days, I think are self-explanatory. So free days are when you're turning off the world and you're not doing any form of work. And they're truly a 24 hour period where you're doing everything you enjoy doing non-business. And so that's either travel or spending time with family or whatever it is. And so that's, that's kind of the, the high level gist of what each day looks like from a focus free and buffer standpoint. And how often do you get to take a free day? I take 160 days a year off. Is that including the weekends or are you talking about during the five day? That, that includes weekends. Okay. I take a, I take the month, I take the month of August off every year. And, uh, and then I take about four to six vacations a year. And then I probably work, um, you know, I would guess, 10 to 12 weekends a year. And so the rest of those are certainly weekends. Okay. All right. That's, 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 uh, that's interesting. You know, with, with entrepreneurs as hard, uh, hitting as they are and just grinding it out, um, you got to recharge at some point. So that's, that's, uh, that's real interesting. So have you always been that way or, or at some point did you burn out and, and just, you know, realize I've got to take some time off and, and, and got some coaching to process through that? Yeah, I, I had a little vein of that in me, but it was it was really the strategic coach program that that taught me that, uh, you know, and, and going back to what we talked about in the earlier segment with these frustrated entrepreneurs, you know, I need to be the example. You know, I'm running two companies and I've got to be the example for them. And so my what I'm most proud of is I'd be able to help them reduce their frustrations, have a better balance of life, and spend a lot more free time. And the beauty is they're making considerably more money while cutting back. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, anyway, it, it counterintuitive, but it works. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I, and I'm guilty of that. I mean, I just, you have that feeling you've got to be there and got to do it. And uh, so it's like, I, I've always got, I got to work on that myself. So what does a, what does a day look like you look like for you? Let's say that's your focus day. So you get up, you get going, um, obviously, depending on what time, you know, your schedule starts, but do you have any kind of meditation? Do you have any kind of daily uh, breakfast, any routines that you do, anything like that? So 
again, it depends on whether it's a focus for your buffer day because they're always a little different. But, you know, obviously breakfast every morning, I eat pretty much the same thing for breakfast every single morning. Um, the other meals can vary, but I eat my homemade turkey sausage patties and an apple every morning. And I could eat the same thing every day for the rest of my life. So I'm, I'm pretty boring from that standpoint. I try to wear the same thing every day if I can, so I don't have to think about that. And, um, you know, and then it's like I talked about, I prepare the night before. It's, it's basically looking at my day and what's ahead and then heading out and doing whatever is before me. And if it's, again, a focus day, if it's a session day, because I still do sessions with my clients, it's my number one love and my number one passion. And so on a session day, I'm typically driving in to my session room. Uh, I show up an hour before the session, uh, prepare well, the client shows up. We typically do on average a seven, eight hour session. And then I walk out of the session room with my client and, and then head home for lack of a better term. And I'm typically on the phone, got about a 45 minute drive home. I'm typically on the phone, start to finish, kind of clearing the decks, debriefing the session, things like that. So that's a typical session day. And then there are days that, um, you know, it's a much more choppy day like today where there were six different appointments, again, all laid out. And I allow a cushion in between each one of those appointments to prepare well and be ready. So I'm at my best for each meeting or call or conference call. Uh, and so it's a little more of a choppy day, but nonetheless tends to start the same and, and end the same, if you will. And then a free day is very different. If it's assuming it's not a vacation, um, I'd love to do some form of exercise when I can. I'm not great at it, but uh, do my best. And it's just a variety of things. It's either yoga or biking or using a trainer or just some form of exercise that gets my blood pumping a little bit. Uh, love to go to the movies, love to read a book, love to spend time with family, love to spend time with friends. So I don't know if that clearly answers it for you, but keep asking if I'm not being clear. No, no, absolutely. That's, that's great stuff. Now, one thing was kind of, you said, did you say handmade turkey sausage or homemade? Do you do it yourself? Yeah. So I, I, I actually had to hire a chef to, to teach me how to eat well and just gave us a great recipe. And once my wife learned the recipe, you know, she's wonderful and she prepares those for me, freezes them. And so I literally have 20 to 30 of them in the freezer and I grab three of them every morning and cook them up and eat them with an apple. And it's, you know, I've learned what my body, I'm a fanatic about, you know, learning and understanding my body. And so I found all, I've learned all of my food sensitivities and I now eat everything that is not those items. And one fortunately are these turkey sausage and an apple. And, uh, and I stay away from anything that inflames my body or my body is sensitive to. And so I just kind of had to find a food that my body liked uh, because it used to be a, a couple of hard boiled eggs or yogurt or something like that, only to learn that my body is sensitive to those things. And so I just kind of had to, to so, so long answer, but the short answer is yes, homemade turkey sausage patties. Fantastic. Now you mentioned also you like to read books to, um, you know, just one of the things you enjoy doing. So what, what's one of your favorite books? Uh, one of my favorite, well, it's an old time classic, but Think and Grow Rich is probably, you know, you had asked me uh, earlier what my favorite book was and I had to ponder that. And there are so many, it's such a hard question to answer uh, because I could rattle off 20. I actually have 
on our website, what I call kind of the top 20 books. But, but Think and Grow Rich, if I look at the last 30 years of my life, and I'd say probably 27, because that's how many years ago I read that book, that book probably had the most impact. Um, that and an audio recording from Earl Nightingale called The Strangest Secret, those, that book and that audio recording had the biggest impact on my life. And then there are 20 to 100 other great books that have touched me some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and, and I am uh, I enjoy listening uh, to things uh, rather than reading. Sometimes I'm forced to read, but we do have uh, a deal with Audible. So if you are like me and you prefer to listen, uh, go to ambitiousradio.com and just click on the banner there. You get a couple free books if you haven't already done it uh, already. And uh, I know several of the books that we've mentioned today are going to be uh, on list of books that you can get, so that's that's really great. Uh, you know, great information. You have really kind of filled us in with all kinds of great content about yourself and and uh, how entrepreneurs can become effective. So as we kind of close down the show, um, I know you you, you kind of have just written or are writing a, a new book called How to Be a Great Boss. And for entrepreneurs, sometimes you know it's hard for us to get why everybody else isn't as excited or as focused or as disciplined as we are about what we're doing. But, um, I'm assuming it gives you some ways to cope with different things and how to, you know, be good to your people. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that book in closing? And then, um, if you could have one asks, uh, one ask of our guests, how they would, um, you know, kind of interact with you and, and, um, you know, if they could do anything for you. That's great. I appreciate that. So, um, Again, the book is called How to Be a Great Boss. comes out in September. And if you have people that report to you, and so I'm certainly talking to the entrepreneur as well as I am the leadership team and any mid-managers, it is a very simple, practical, powerful book that takes you to the heart of what makes a great leader, what makes a great manager. And it is simply five things as a leader, five things as a manager, and so, you know, as with all of the other content, it's simple, it's practical, it's time tested, it's real world. And so, so that's the book. And thanks for letting me do a little bit of a pitch there, which um, I'm always a little uncomfortable doing. You know, as for my ask, you know, I, I, I don't know what I would ask because I just want to help entrepreneurs. And so if you like what you hear and if you think it'll help, go to EOSWorldwide.com and we do uh, two blogs a week. There is a ton of free content. If you like what you hear, go to Amazon and buy Traction or one of the other books. It's all, you know, for a $20 book and in interacting with the website for free, it'll give you everything you need to run a great business. Um, we take an abundance approach and we just want to help entrepreneurs get everything they want from their businesses. Well, Gino, thank you so much uh, for your time today. I know you're an extremely busy person, and um, I have really enjoyed the content that you provide. I get the emails, and I, and I read through them, and I've got the books, and it's just it's great stuff. Uh, I, and, and the one thing I'll, I will say, and this is me, not you saying this, but um, I have read the books, and they're, they're great, but I think that implementer piece is really significant um, because it's one thing to have read it. It's one thing to know it. It's a whole other thing to know it and not do anything with it, and that's kind of the, the stage I've probably gotten myself into. And, um, and so, you know, that's probably the next step for me is, is really engaging with one of the implementers because it's, uh, I know that sometimes it helps to have someone around you herding the cats, uh, that are bouncing around in your brain of all the little shiny things that you want to do. So with that being said, thank you so much for your time, sir. My pleasure. Thank you.
All right. Well, tune in, guys, on Wednesdays to Ambitious Radio, where we interview thought leaders and exciting entrepreneurs changing the faces of their organizations. Remember, you can make money or you can make excuses, but you cannot make both. So go out there and be ambitious. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Radio Network, hosted by serial entrepreneur Doug Parker. Join us weekly as we have engaging conversations with ambitious entrepreneurs and thought leaders on topics that can be applied immediately after listening. Like what you've heard? Listen to other interviews at ambitiousradio.com or subscribe on iTunes.